0: You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends.
1: Hello, I'm Sarah.
0: Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and
1: we're, we're your favorite
0: ants. We finally nailed it. We did
1: it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind.
0: And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we, ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you.
1: And like your favorite ants, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us.
0: Because it's um it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of your favorite ants. Bam bam. Good. See, I, mm -hmm. I didn't have the right screen. Nothing happened. I just had the wrong screen under the um countdown screen because it'll transition to the next one once again the learning curve on full display
1: hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite ants
0: yes where
1: you know how your ants don't know how to use their cell phone
0: yeah i'm those i mean (laughs) i would uh i wouldn't go that far it's I know how to use a cell phone. I I, I would say no, you do. it's um it's all this other newfangled technology that these kids have me working on. It's just, is this better for me? Is this better light? Ooh.
1: Yeah, I like that lighting on you. All right,
0: we're good. Hello everyone, welcome to hello. another uh, Friday afternoon treat. Um, if you're watching us live on the internet, we're glad you're here. Please so go glad. ahead and say hello in the comments. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Um, and also, uh, this is a, this is a part Q and O show, Q and a question and opinion. So if you've got a question mm-hmm. about anything, life, love, or otherwise, um, go ahead and leave those in the comments below. We'd love to get to them. Um, yeah, but first and foremost, as we do everything, every single week, we want to check in with ourselves. So Sarah, I want to know how the hell are you?
1: You know, I'm good. I am in Oregon where I'm living for um, july and august and you're in my home which i kind of love it's very um, it's a
0: very very convenient moment for sure
1: it is it's like oh there's my house um and i'm working on a 1973 airstream and my dad my mom and dad have been with me and my friend george as well and um the last couple of days we've just been like i'm not kidding you like pulling everything out guys i found a needle in my air sh- in my air conditioner yesterday
0: like a mm-hmm. hypodermic needle hmm yep neat yep. okay
1: which if you're following along in the journey and please do follow me on instagram and pretty soon there's gonna be some youtube content and also tiktok once i learn how to do tiktok um i have to tell you i found a dildo in there so the hypodermic needle is not that shocking
0: mm, you know levels upon levels i wonder what these bb's were doing I having know. I a lot find- of fun
1: and yeah, a lot happened in that trailer. So mm-hmm. it has been super fun. But my parents' um, flight got messed up this morning uh, because Bend is a very tiny airport, as um, April, who is on, by the way, on right now from her mm. office, um, can tell you it's a tiny, tiny airport. And so it bumps your flight and then you're there's no way of getting out of here. So my parents are here, which is great. Um, they're here for another day, which I'm really glad because I was having a little bit of the sads. So mm. one of the things that we... You know, you asked how I'm doing. One of the things that I know is that I need to go through this, like, time alone. And yet Grief. I'm like, I know. And yet I'm a little bit resistant to it. Like, I I mean, I who know isn't
0: resistant to being sad? Please. Like, mm-hmm. you,
1: yeah. And there's some <laughs> that's not weird by any stretch. There's a really painful ex story here. He still lives here. And I think there's still some ghosts that I, I wasn't prepared to experience. Like, being in the airport today, I was like, oh, Oh, the last time I was in this airport, which was over a year ago, he was waiting for me at the bottom of the escalator, and life looked totally different, and we laughed about this Yeti statue, and um, so I had, like, you know, you just gotta, like, let it, you know, in order to... I mean, that's it. one
0: way to deal with it. I would have just not gone back to that town ever in my whole life, so you, Sarah Heath, are a lot braver than I am.
1: I mean, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, Anyway, so it's been great. It's good to be here. It's also... Um, Just really beautiful up here. So it's super fun. Mm. Um, So how the hell are you being in Southern California?
0: mm, Southern sunny California. I think I'm still riding the high from last Saturday, to be honest. Same. Um, If you didn't know, Sarah and I, um, and along with our friends Brenda, Grace, and Joe, had a really cool event called Wonderfully Made here in Los Angeles. And we had a really, really good time. Um, I think everybody who came to the event also had a good time as well like it was yeah. cool to create a spiritual experience that was free of manipulation and it was just like hey this is what we've experienced if you want to try this please do and um it was really cool and i got i've yeah. been getting a lot of really really good feedback from people um which Same. makes me excited about um it, it continuing forward for for today like i had like um my middle of the day was a little bit, all right, well, my plans might be shifted rapidly. But because I had a friend of mine who's been experiencing some like um, <clears throat> COVID-esque symptoms, even though he's gotten vaccinated. And then uh, a mutual friend of ours, who I will not name yeah. because medical stuff, obviously. Uh, yeah, um, he just tested positive for COVID, even though he's been vaccinated since before you could get vaccinated. So the Delta variant is real, everyone. It is. And so, you know, uh, please get vaccinated. Um, My friends have been saying also just like symptoms are mild. It's just like a thing. And so they're doing all the precautionary things they need to do quarantining for 14 days from Mm -hmm. now. Um, And I got a rapid test today just in case. um, Like one of my other friends test is getting tested. They'll get their results back today. I took a rapid test and a PCR test. And my, my rapid test came back negative, which is great and my PCR test should come back tomorrow. And in the event that I am positive, then I guess I'll be locking down in your house for an additional 10 days.
1: Which I am all about, I'm fine with that. Um,
0: Well, thank you for your uh, hospitality, your taste, and um, your Netflix subscription, truly a gift.
1: (laughs) You know, that's been the fun thing about having my parents around is Well, not the only fun thing, but we love British murder mysteries. And so we've been like going out to breweries here and like walking around. And then at night, like trying to get back in time to at least watch because British shows are so long. (laughs) that We're Mm. like trying to get back in time to be able to watch a murder mystery together. So I'm just afraid Mm. that my friend who's home I'm living in, he's going to come back. He's a flight nurse. um, Mm. And so he's all over the state and he's actually in Washington right now. Mm. But I'm just afraid that he's going to come back and be like, Who's been watching all this murder on my TV? Broadchurch, yes. Yes, Brittany,
0: Brittany. Broadchurch is everything to me.
1: Everything, it's so good. Um, Also, I'm just having so much fun reading where everyone is, you know, calling in from. That's not how we say it. Logging in? do we say logging in? Watching from,
0: streaming from, watching from Northern Indiana. Luke is watching from Kentucky. Uh, A friend from Kansas City. What a sweet time.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: so fun. It really is cool. So thank you for joining us. If you want to send thank this you. to somebody else. And also I think we've never had so many people just like in the random of the excuse me middle of the afternoon here. Yeah, um, we're getting
1: better. We're working really hard on timing and we understand that like this is a really hard time for people. Mm-hmm. Um so thank you for doing this.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming and hanging out. We're working on a different time. We'll probably move to a weeknight sometime in the future, but for right now, yeah, what are you going to do? Thank um, you for
1: logging in from work, friends. <laughs>
0: Listen, there's so many people who are just like I'm not. I'm not gonna work on this. It's summertime, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm vaxxed and waxed and ready to back it up. You know what I'm saying? With consent, I do have.
1: To, I do have to ask you, Kevin. What is the temperature
0: there? Uh Alexa, what's the temperature here right now? Right now, it's 81 degrees Fahrenheit. 81 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, sunny, blue skies, and delightfully just delicious.
1: Yeah, here it's let's see what it is. It's been going up into the 90s, which can, can you imagine in a trailer? It's been really No!
0: Hot. I'm supposed, to, supposed to be getting it's supposed to be getting cool as I go up the coast. It can't be getting hot.
1: Yeah, I don't know if like Jesus loves you more than me, but the temperature starts dropping beginning tomorrow.
0: Well, that's good. I, I need mm-hmm. it to I'm ready for um I'm ready to, to I have I didn't bring any sweaters with me. Um and so I think I might go to like the Salvation Army thrift shop today and I'm fined. Some like cute sweater situations. I'm having this moment in the middle of my journey where like I hate everything I have. I don't want to wear the same clothes anymore. Um, I didn't bring, I didn't bring barely, I only brought like athletic shorts. I didn't bring any cute shorts. Um, not that my well, athletic shorts are cute. This,
1: with you coming up here, I'm having this moment of like, oh, here are the three things I forgot.
0: Yeah. Which I'm fine yeah. with. One time I matched with a guy on Grinder who happened to be from the same city as me during Christmas time in my mom's hometown. And he asked me if I could take his cast iron that his mom gave him for Christmas back to Atlanta. And then he would cook for me with it. And guess what? He did. Um, so this is not the first time I have been a courier for people. Oh.
1: Well, everything I want is pretty small. I promise.
0: Well, I've got space in my heart and in my car. No worries, mate.
1: Oh. Mm. So... Shall we move on to the next section, which is Have You Heard?
0: Yes. Have You Heard is a section of the show where we talk about some hot topics, um, pop culture and otherwise, whatever we really want to talk about, which is kind of what this whole show is about, if we're being honest. Um, It's
1: really just our excuse to talk weekly with you guys. That's it. We just want to check in with you. See how you're doing.
0: Yeah. So let me pull up the notes. We've got some things. Um, so if you have not been following what's been going on on the internet, um, Japan has declared a state of emergency in the wake of their COVID-19 continuing to spill out. And it's just like, oh my God, like, what? No fans. There will be
1: no fans. Um, so we're still doing the Olympics, which I know people have strong feelings about the Olympics. I happen to love the Olympics. I understand that for some people there's the issue of like. The areas mm-hmm. and what it does to the environment in that area and all that sort of thing. For me, I think we as an as a world, um, it's an opportunity for us to be in community with people from other countries, and I think that doesn't happen very often anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so it's, you know, it's an opportunity for, like, I love I love watching open opening ceremonies. I'll admit to it. Like, can you
0: admit? Can I, you imagine <laughs> not having a audience for an opening ceremony? I know. How much time how many people and have to have nobody really be able to walk. I mean like online and like watched live. I'm sure like, but I mean, I, I can tell you like the difference, but like we know already because we just had a live event. There's a huge difference between Uh, having real people to interact with and, uh, doing an online thing, which is fine. I love an online thing, but man, it's different. So
1: I, you know, um, I was an athlete in high school and um, a little bit in college, and not—I wasn't recruited for college, but I played on a club club team. So, I can tell you that when you are, so I sprinted the four hundred. I know what you're thinking.
0: You mm-hmm. don't look like
1: a four hundred sprinter, but I made it to state in Mississippi. Yeah, well, guess what? Is, Neither
0: did Shakari Richardson, but she's now the fastest woman in the world, bitch. True. Mm. True. Anyways, um,
1: nowhere near that speed. Uh, but I, um, I remember going to like South state and my family was in from England and I could hear them yell for me. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you as much as I had trained and worked, it hits you to hear fans Mm -hmm. screaming. It hits you and it actually affects your performance. So it'll be interesting to see how people do without having fans. Mm hmm. Especially things like gymnastics, or things that, oh. um, like the rhythmic gymnastics and things like that, that are very audience-based. Mm-hmm. Like you're—I mean, I know the judges will be there, so that'll have some of that. But
0: but still, like the judges are like trying—they're—they're they're paying attention. They can't actually like enjoy the performance as much. They're trying to like look for all the technicalities, like look for all the things wrong with your performance. You know?
1: Right. So you're not working it, which is like a big part of performance-based. Mm-hmm. I also um, want to say. Events.
0: There's two other things, other beefs I have with the Olympics right now. One, Simone Biles not to being able to perform her tricks that only she can do.
1: Oh, because they can't judge her uh, against anyone.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm like sorry, but like I'm so sorry that she is so fucking fabulous, that she has in intricate, cool moves that she invented, that should like, I don't, I don't know, work it in. It's a new thing. <laughs> like if We're so. Just- Like you can't say it doesn't exist. It's like it's like when people say, "Oh, you can't be gay and Christian." I'm just like, "Guess what? There are." And they would so like you can't say that movie. Which should
1: be an Olympic event.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I want to win the gold for for gay gold for gay.
1: I'm already a gold star
0: gay. I just want to be a gold medal gay now.
1: Well, especially when you when people ask you if you're practicing gay, you're like, "No, I'm a professional." Well, Mm -hmm. now you can say I'm Olympic.
0: I'm an Olympian homosexual. Yeah, you are. I'm an Olympic
1: Um, homosexual.
0: And the other things I would like to say is the. Trans misogyny happening against African women who Uh, they got their levels tested and they said, hey, your testosterone levels are higher than the average woman. Therefore, you are not allowed to compete in your event unless you take some drugs to lower your hormone levels or have some sort of like surgery. So you're telling me. And this is where like the trans misogyny comes in, it's just like you're defining what a woman is and you're asking a female body you know an afab person to have a surgery to fit more into that thing when you're already mad that trans people are getting surgeries in order to fit into this binary that you made up and then the people who already do fit within the binary don't even fit within the binary uh the levels
1: it's hard too because i think it's um the olympics are having to face it but a lot of sports are like who can compete in what area. And I think it's important. I think it's, but we're in that like awkward time. The thing is, that's true about COVID too, is athletes who, this was their moment. Like 2020 was their year, 2020 and 2021. And then they lost that year to compete. Mm -hmm. And then the other issue is for some of the trans people, this is their time. And while we're trying to figure out the rules, we have people who are like, this is their time. This is like, and also just like,
0: it's just like, it doesn't make any sense to me because it's just like, their testosterone levels are naturally occurring within their bodies there's no, they, this is pure god-grown talent and you're mm. telling them that they can't do something because how they naturally are in the world is too strong
1: are they saying that it's too like male? they're saying
0: yeah they're saying that they, your testosterone levels in this running event gives you an unfair advantage over the over the other women even though. It's not their fault they have higher testosterone levels. They're just African women who have been running their entire lives.
1: Ooh, this feels like racism.
0: Wow, but it
1: feels like it actually
0: is. <laughs> yeah. So, all that to say, I'm still gonna probably watch. Am I going to be happy all the time? No.
1: No, but that is that that is the point, right? I think we can engage the things that um that are that need to be changed, and also enjoy the things that. Are lovely and wonderful
0: yes and simone biles will be one of those things that i am enjoying.
1: Oh, i can watch simone biles like she could just <sighs> stand there with that strength
0: just come on mm. i can I see it okay so i'm so manifesting I'm, gold for her
1: here's what i'm gonna say and i talked a little bit about this recently um i can't remember if it was on this podcast or when i was being interviewed for something so i am a woman who is what a lot of people would consider pretty femme mm-hmm. um But I'm also a woman who is really strong. So, like, when I work in my Airstream, like, my muscle mass is very easily for me to gain, even though I'm Mm. petite. Like, I've always had really strong arms and strong legs. And I, when I watch the Olympics or I watch female soccer Mm. or whatever it is, it's like I get to see another um, version of femininity that seems so strong and powerful and beautiful. And it gives me a new understanding of what beauty is. Yeah, And I think – That's why I find this stuff so important. And so for folks Mm. who don't like sports, I totally get it. But I think because of my body build, it's like an opportunity for me to see my body in something.
0: And I think that's like the thing too, is like it really does celebrate all of this beauty. And it's not to say that like this is correct. This is just a way of being.
1: And there's there's lots to talk about, about like eating disorders and all that sort of stuff that goes on in the Olympics. But mm. I also think there is some good to be had in the Olympics. Okay, enough of the Olympics. Enough. Are you ready? Are you ready? So, I want to talk about, um, how do we feel about <laughs> Ben Affleck and uh, JLo getting back together? How do we feel about this? It's everywhere. So, in and so that happened,
0: I mean, that, I, I haven't, what's the latest tea? Are people just reacting to it now? Because it's been a few months now.
1: Yeah, no, people are reacting to it now because um, I guess all these new photos came out and Jennifer Lopez doesn't look like Jennifer Lopez in the photos. Um, she looks a little like, she doesn't look like herself. I don't know why. But also people are commenting constantly. What is it do you think? Do you think that, this is the thing I wanted to ask you about it. Do you think it's that all of us secretly have like, well, not you because you're so healthy when it comes to this stuff, but like that X that we all think we want to get back with? Like, just a little bit, and it might not be true at all, but when we're, like, single and sad, like, they're the person that we think about. Do you think that's what it is? Is all of us are like, it's good to see someone win in that? Like, we all know Ben Affleck. Uh, no offense to Ben Affleck, but I feel like he's... All the women he's been with, he's been a little bit less than.
0: Um, you know, as far as the... When you say less than, do you mean the caliber of his character? Or... No,
1: no, no. I'm being super, super official.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, well, the thing is, I find Ben Affleck to be incredibly aesthetically pleasing on multiple levels for multiple reasons. Okay.
1: So maybe it's just not my type.
0: Might be. And so... And, like, I mean, like, I think about it this way. Like, if... I mean, think back to, like, your... You know, someone who you still have a little bit of love in your heart for. Just, like, and you think, like, 10 years down the line, just, like, why didn't... Why couldn't I have met them 10 years down the line after I was already yes. healthy and he was already healthy? Yeah. And maybe like for JLo and Ben, it was just like, they had to go a f- couple years down the line. And it's all of a sudden like, Hey, Hey, so it's like, do we have chemistry all of a sudden again? It's like, yeah. Do you want to exploit? I bet you like, maybe that's how it happened. And according to the internet, they're going to move in together, which I think that's stupid. Yeah. I think, that feels really fast. I'm just like,
1: <laughs> Cause we and, maybe, and maybe,
0: and maybe they know, and maybe they know, and they're just ready. Maybe they're lesbians, you know, for lesbians oh, lesbian. it's a different it's a different thing. Someone
1: explained this recently. What is it called? The U Haul les- oh. Lesbian? Are you a U Haul lesbian?
0: Are you a U Haul lesbian? It's a phenomenon within queer les lady culture. Uh where it's just like your first date is at a um you know, a reading of the vagina monologues, and your second <laughs> date is renting a U Haul.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And so I'm- and I but like also just like there is like you know, there's U Haul success stories out there, but then there's, you know tons. And then Tons. there's also like me like you know you think you're being measured and then you know things don't always work out
1: so one thing i've noticed um what i when we are around each other um is that both of us sing things when it's like an awkward thing a lot of other humans don't do that so both Hi. of us on from stage are like this is weird. like the number of penis jokes i made during our event I I mean, was i'm so good. sorry why? Um, like, I'm not who, sorry. Thank you. It was just like, I was in public again and I didn't really know what to do. And also that was like my first day, literally no longer being a pastor. Also um, just a like, pastor.
0: you know, you were like, still a you're pastor. just, you were trying out some new, some new material. I Is thought it, I was doing. yeah, I thought it landed really well, to be honest.
1: Oh, someone else says they also sing awkward things. Yes.
0: Jordan's like, yeah, I know what's going on. Cause like, if mm-hmm. you can sing through the awkward, it makes it a little less awkward. Right. Um, but anyway, never apologize for penis jokes, this so, M. Um, yeah.
1: It was It was like, no, like I was talking about how someone said their frying pan was eight inches, but clearly, you know, probably them was six. Like, guys, I don't mm-hmm. know what was happening. Listen, I don't know.
0: Listen, every now and again, when a man's talking about how big his frying pan is, like, it's like, wow, looks pretty, pretty wide there. And then you gotta say, well, you know, never had any complaints. I always get the cooking done.
1: Oh. oh, that makes me nervous. <laughs> Why I don't know I'm sweating them a lot okay
0: um but yeah I feel uh, to take to bring it back to J-Lo and um uh J-Lo and Ben Affleck I think it's fine I think it's great I enjoyed them and I have nothing uh nothing more really to say
1: do you want to talk about a funny news thing that I saw this week
0: I do I want you to bring up anything you want
1: a hoverboard exploded in someone's home in Utah and burn down their house. That's not funny. The funny thing is, is that they had a hoverboard in their home.
0: Well, when we say a hoverboard, we mean those things that's like two wheels and you like lean forward on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But this is not surprising. This is not the first time that this has happened before, right? Really? I've heard stories where just like these sh- little shits just combust all over the place. Like it's, it, this is not the first time that this has happened.
1: Yeah. So it was charging when it, a kid wasn't on it, but it was charging And Mm -hmm. then it exploded, and the mom with the oven mitt saved the home.
0: So, so the house did not burn down, or what? It uh, partially caught fire.
1: It burst into flames, but it didn't. They were able to use an extinguisher, but the home was damaged.
0: Wow. Well, I hope that you should know. Thank you for letting me know. I'll be sure when I'm charging my hoverboard in your apartment that I don't leave it charging. I don't have a hoverboard. Have a okay. It's like, you better not have a hoverboard in my heart. You can do weed in my home. You can have a dog in my home. But don't you dare have a hoverboard.
1: Don't you dare without me. Oh my gosh. How cute would it be on matching hoverboards?
0: Okay. I legit, I want a one wheel. Have you seen those things? Well,
1: I think I thought that's what a hoverboard was.
0: So no, there's two. The hoverboard is those things where it's like this and like you lean forward on it and you lean back and like you can
1: Oh, Kind of like when those city things you see where people are like traveling in cities.
0: Uh sure.
1: Well, when you go to like people will do the oh you mean the work. um
0: oh the old school people ones. help
1: us someone help us and it's they're the, in a thing and they tip forward and
0: you have the helmet on you look I really dumb helmet,
1: and you're clearly like on a tour somebody help us
0: somebody we know that you know this. it's called um a Segway like it's segway! a Segway it's a Segway and the guy
1: who invented it died because of a Segway accident he like went off the cliff right by my house so when you're in the Back Bay. Yeah, the guy that invented them lived in that area. And then, the thing mall cops ride. Correct. And he, like, leaned forward and, like, went off the cliff. That's what I've heard. Might be a wives' tale. Let's spread do Yeah, that.
0: I, I, don't, I don't know. The guy who invented <laughs> the hoverboard died because he fell off a cliff?
1: Not the hoverboard. The guy that invented the Segway. People, fact check us. Who, we in- need an assistant so we can just be like, fact check us. It's
0: like, hey, could you? The guy who invented Segway, Dean Kamen. The British businessman who bought Segway Company less than a year died after riding one of the scooters. So not the guy who invented it, but the guy who owned it died a year after riding a scooters off a cliff near the Yorkshire Estates. Tim. <laughs> um So what
1: you're, what you're telling me is that they're cursed.
0: Um, what I'm telling you is that this person was driving near a fucking cliff. What was he doing? <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm, I don't know where you.
0: Yeah, and so for me, I don't plan on being near a cliff. I don't plan on being in anywhere near any sort of danger. I want to ride myself through the woods on my little one wheel. But a which,
1: hoverboard is a segway without the without the handlebars. Am I right?
0: Essentially, yes.
1: Okay, and then a one wheel
0: mm-hmm. looks like it, a skateboard. Is it electronic? Yeah, it's electric, so you stand on it. The wheelbase is in the middle, but you ride it like you a skateboard. Still use your core yeah you're still you're still balancing so like leaning forward increases like leaning back decreases the speed but overall like it's more like a um a skateboard um and like okay. but uh they can get up to like 20 miles 20 25 miles an hour and go uphill like really serious like you can like surf over the land Ooh. you can like take that to the beach can you imagine me running with my dog on the beach with that well not running oh. be hovering as it were or uh, mm. wheeling?
1: wheeling, wheeling. Someone help us out. Um. Oh, dirty rotten church kids rides a one wheel all the time. Of course, of course. Josh yeah,
0: does. I saw. I saw that. I saw that in there, and I'm like, I, I want that.
1: I just changed out of my dirty rotten church kid shirt because I spilled my cold brew all down the front. Oh no, mm. Mm, no, it's sad. Um. Mm. So let's go into grievances because I do have a topic th- like for us to talk about.
0: I'm ready to hear your uh something that you would complain about. And so something we observed last week too is that like pop culture like this first thing is like both like pop culture and we're complaining Did about things in pop culture. And then we also have the airing of grievances which is like specific things that in the world that are bothering us that are different from our first segment. How is it different? Don't know. Don't we ask me. I don't really me. know. I don't care. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't even know maybe this is more like um a- Pop. Anyway, it's not pop culture because it's terrible, but the Haitian uh, president being assassinated. Oh, Whoa! yeah. And then it's like foreign nationals and there's all sorts of But the thing that's really hard is like there is no what happens now. There is no uh, president to step in. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think is making my why I feel like it's a grievance is I've noticed just more and more we've got so many very conservative leaning governments um Mm -hmm. across the world. And it makes me concerned as someone who studies um studies, someone who's interested in um world occurrences. So it seems really fascinating that this guy who a lot of people have said was incredibly conservative um, was assassinated. But now what's gonna happen? And so um I just had to bring it up because I think it's a big thing that's going on in the world. And we're kind of hearing about I think the grievance for me is like what is American news saying about it? Or is it just like, it's that thing that's happening over there and it doesn't affect us at all. Mm.
0: I think, I mean, like if anything, like it does affect us because Mm -hmm. what affects, you know, if we're all minds are joined, which is what I believe, like then, yeah, we're all affected by that. And I I think if you look at like what's been going on in American culture over the past, mm, you know, past four years, especially in the past year during election season is, uh, it's no accident. There is like a power structure in the world that is beginning to dissolve. Power is beginning to shift into the hands of the people. And as such, governments are reacting. You know, they're doing everything in their power, you know, because like they want things out out of a true desire probably to maintain peace within their own communities or at least within themselves. They're grasping at these... Programs and these systems that have served them for so long, and now enough people are awake and saying, Actually, it doesn't have to be this way anymore. Um, and as such, like, there is in some ways an equal and opposite re- reaction until right, it's a pendulum, hmm. And so, as such, you know, this is where like the work of what we do here in the world is important. We have to like do, like, do not grow weary of doing good, you know, do not grow weary of doing your own personal work so that when you do have an opportunity to do something right, when you do have an opportunity to like, I don't know, send some relief money or like be educated or at least, con- you know, uh, correct somebody. Be
1: curious. I feel like it's be curious. I, I think that's again, why I'm uh, such a advocate. It's not advocate, but the reason why the Olympics matter to me is like, it, I think it helps build curiosity about other countries. It's uh, especially, especially, Having been from another country and moving to America, I think a lack of curiosity about other countries mm-hmm. is really very unique in American culture. And mm-hmm. um, because they're not, they're not like, they're attached by Canada and Mexico. And we're,
0: and we don't know shit about like Americans, like, are not, I mm-hmm. mean, like, and it, that's on purpose.
1: Right. No, no, no. It's like almost a joke. Like, oh, you're from another, oh, but you're like, you're America's top hat. And it's like, you're not curious about my culture or what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is just an opportunity for us to be curious about why this insurrection happened, why this an assassination happened. What does that mean, and how do we? Mm-hmm. How does that play out? So that was my.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, we can easily just do this as a nice little like plug for our friend Brad Onishi's new series coming out soon. Onishi. Yes, uh, Brad's coming out with a new thing called the Orange Wave, Brave. and it's actually a conversation about how. Uh, evangelical Christianity had it start right here in Orange County
1: started with the Jesus people
0: mm-hmm um, what's interesting too is I'm actually like going over um, I'm gonna be working with my friend Azariah Southworth possibly on a new series that we're calling Chasing Lonnie uh, and it's the story of Lonnie Frisbee do you know who Lonnie Frisbee is
1: isn't Lonnie Frisbee the surfer who kind of helped like make the Jesus people happen
0: the Jesus movement yes uh, yeah, he was one of the, the like hippie preacher went down to like Joshua Tree, like did shrooms, had a, like really powerful experience and converted to Christianity, and was having like this like really really powerful movement of right. people getting in touch with uh, God, and so here's my theory about what happened: the Jesus movement like that started mm. with hippies. Actually, had a really, really good thing going because they believed that Jesus, God, love was for everyone. That was their thing. Right. Jesus is for you, no matter what. Problem happened. Jesus wh-
1: is still all right with me. Sorry, no, no one else. Okay, great. I mean,
0: I know that one, but I'm just like, wow, that's, that's the choice that you made for this moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyways, um, along comes um, Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel was this little church in Costa Mesa that uh-huh. was actually failing. Was falling apart gets a hold of lonnie frisbee and says hey we want to empower you we want to partner with you to like really get this jesus movement thing moving and thus launched one of the most powerful denominations in the known world including the vineyard church movement which was born out of the calvary Chapel movement however lonnie frisbee died in 1993 of aids also. And, and they erased him from the church history books because of that but the thing was lonnie frisbee uh, but he was living this double life as like, you know, openly queer and having, you know, his gay lovers and whatnot while also f- being married. And I look at that and I'm like, I get that. I I would have been doing the same thing.
1: So the grievance that um, comes up, for me, and that is we have a a dear friend who also got married and had kids because Mm -hmm. that was the thing they were supposed to do. And if you got married and had kids, um, then you can just get the gay out of you, right? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. have to live as a gay man, but unfortunately, you're still a gay man. So, really, and not unfortunately, but I mean, unfortunately,
0: if you don't want it, it's very unfortunate if you don't want it.
1: I remember sitting with this friend of ours, our our mutual friend, and he was saying the hardest thing for me is I can't explain to my ex-wife who was not just like, I love her best friend and Mm. she's not, she's so angry with me. And I want to say to her, the church hurt, not just you, but it hurt us. Like you Mm. need to be mad at the church too, because the church was the one that even though in premarital counseling, I was telling you I had same sex attraction, quote unquote. Um, you, we still thought if we get married and like She's so angry at him instead of angry at the system that created mm-hmm. this narrative where he had to get married and have kids even though that didn't fulfill like where he was mm-hmm. at. And so I think the the, the grievance in the story is this person's been written out of history as if it's not fact, right? Mm-hmm. This beautiful thing that was created, no one wants to talk about it. And then also that we force people to disregard their sexuality. And it doesn't just hurt the gay person. It hurts the person that they marry or the person mm-hmm. that they – you know, because I have sat with women who have been in relationships with people who turns out their sexuality didn't match what they were mm-hmm. trying to be. Mm-hmm. And it is, it hurts your, your mm-hmm. ego in a way that we can't understand just having been broken up with, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been broken up with because of <laughs> someone else in the background that I didn't even know existed. I can't mm-hmm. imagine what that says when that sexuality is different. And yeah. so I think there's so many pieces to this. I think about his wife, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the mm-hmm. person who, thought she was married to someone who started an entire movement right like Mm -hmm. frisbee's wife and now to realize like oh the story is so much bigger and
0: like they also got like she knew about it and also by the end of their life they divorced so like she was aware of all of who he was by the end of his life um so i believe that there are some reconciliation she's still alive too we're actually trying to contact her um i'm
1: excited for you guys to do this does this mean you'll be in orange county more not that i know i'll be there but
0: Je ne sais pas possiblemente, because I would really love to <gasps> just SF&B. like,
1: because
0: like, wouldn't it be cool? Like, I'm thinking like a serial style podcast where like we're going around just like, who oh, is this yes. person? Who is, who, yes. who was this person actually on both sides?
1: Who was he in the talk movement?
0: And who was after he? After this. Because I've got connections. I live. Um, and also like we're, a friend of mine is like allegedly a couple of degrees of separation from uh, some of Lonnie Frisbee's former lovers Ooh. and so I'm like I want to know who he was I want to know at what point like how did how, how did it all go down and the thing was the thing that um uh, spurred this whole thing on was this past Sunday Um, me and my friend went to what was formerly known as the Crystal Cathedral which is now owned you by guys the... did? yeah cause you didn't
1: tell me that's
0: where Lonnie Frisbee's buried
1: oh that's why you were going to Lonnie Frisbee okay okay okay
0: Mm-hmm. Lonnie Frisbee's buried at what was formerly Crystal Cathedral, now owned by the Catholic Diocese.
1: Because we were going to hang out, but then something happened with your Airbnb and you had to mm, rush.
0: The whole nine yards. Got it. Got um, it. But yeah, it was really, really interesting. So like we would just been waxing poetic and thinking about what would have happened if he wasn't... Closeted. If he wasn't closeted. What would have happened if there was like a movement of Christianity that happened at the time What that was inclusive? you know there's cuz like i think about all this all the time is that lonnie frisbee possibly i think like you know he had an experience he met you know mm-hmm. the christ he met god or whatever had this experience of the divine and was sharing that with other people and it was continuing to move forward and so when someone mm-hmm. else who has authority or power or like has says i know jesus too wants to give you money wants to give you resources. It's very appealing. And so I feel like this is another one of those moments where a Jesus movement was truly hijacked by the church.
1: Oh, oh, that sentence, that sentence, whoo. I'm gonna process that. Mm. Jesus Jesus movement movement was was hijacked by the church. church. Yep. yep. We, we, gotta, yeah. we gotta, we gotta figure, figure out how, how to like make, make it, it into, into a systematic, systematic thing, thing. And, and that's, that's what, what we, we do, do, right? We, we turn things, things into, into a bureaucracy, bureaucracy. We hide the things that seem ugly. We, we turn it into um, some sort of like way of it capitalism coming in. It's mm-hmm. just a very fascinating thing that we try to do.
0: Yeah. And here's, like, I think even like when we think about those moments, we don't like at the time they didn't have the eyes to see it, you know, they didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, this church is meaning well and they want to like spread the name of Jesus. Yeah, that's what we want to do too. But they don't rec- they didn't recognize how closely tied it was to like the GOP and how like where it was they had they couldn't have known.
1: And this know? is why Frank Schaefer is such a fascinating part of this. I if I were you, I'd talk to Frank about it too.
0: Um, enlighten me.
1: Frank Schaefer, uh Frank Schaefer was big into the, the movement, Frank Schaefer is the one who convinced like uh, all of the leaders of that exact time. So we think Franklin Graham, mm-hmm. not Franklin Graham, sorry, Billy Graham, think um, uh, all those folks. Uh, Frank Schaefer was the one who was like, hey, we need to really go hard against abortion and against some mm-hmm. of these like purity culture things. And Frank has ha- since had a big shift. I interviewed him at Wild Goose a couple of years ago. And um, um, Frank Schaefer comes to Wild Goose every year um incredibly like i considers it's that like i created this monster and now i want to take this monster down
0: Ooh, when i tell you we're about to have a real inch because like i am just like i don't know i'm really fascinated by um because like the question people keep asking is like well how did we get here how did we get here and like a lot of us there's a lot of work
1: of brad onishi that's like the work of
0: and I'm kind of I'm so, safer, yeah. and now I'm getting really interested in doing it from like just exploring like the queer aspects of it and how mm-hmm. like I just look at like through if we look at history right if we look at how religious things or just like uh, even in indigenous religious practices is that queer folks non-binary folks trans folks right are the holy ones are the ones who are trained up as priests are the ones who have the divine connection it's always women and trans and queer folks you know
1: and they they move the Mm-hmm. The needle forward. Oh. Yeah.
0: And so it hasn't actually been until Western Christianity and Western and just like Western sensibilities around gender, society, et cetera, that was exported to the rest of the world that we have a suppression of the queer and the divine feminine. And so when I look at like even within evangelicalism, seeing that Lonnie Frisbee and like Marsha, Marcia, uh, Marsha Stevens, who was like the mother of CCM music, like she's. Right, right, right. And when she came out as a lesbian, she was also wiped off. Vicki Beaching, when she came out, wiped out. That like it's all of these different rad. it's all of these different things where it's just like all of these people who were creating these big moments, these holy moments,
1: mm-hmm.
0: were queer. That's not an accident. Oof. Oh. Ugh.
1: Woo! All right. So <laughs> we have
0: to move on. We have so just if you uh if you like this and you want more stuff, you should make sure that you're following us on all social media so that you can stay privy.
1: We're going to j- jump into more of that deeper. Oh. Uh, especially if, you, if... I think you guys should do an incredible series. I'm excited for that. If you need any help, I'll give you the connections. I, I know a lot of the Orange County folks. Really um, fun. I do have some question and opinion stuff. I know we only have a couple minutes. No, let's do a,
0: it. We, we haven't done Q's and O's in a while. Let's do this it. This one
1: is... This is one is like a fun one for us. So someone said, "What is your what are your go-to makeup products? Both of you please answer." They mm-hmm, wrote that, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. especially
1: in the summer heat.
0: I'm just going to run to the bathroom and grab some if we want to or do we want to talk about it?
1: I mean, go do that. So, I'll talk I about love showing.
0: I love showing off product. I think it's very fun. Very
1: fun. Okay. So, here's the thing. There is a new product line at Target and I think it's, oh, is it called Revolution? I can't even remember the name. I should run and go get mine, but it is like a foundation that is, um, liquid that comes with a little, its own little makeup dab brush. It is the only thing that stays on my face. If I'm going to wear a, um, any sort of cover up or any sort of like, uh, base layer, I don't usually wear a base layer in the summer, um. And I am really lucky where I don't have to always wear a concealer or a cover-up. Now, I also love, so Milk makes an incredible, um, like, blush that comes in different colors. So the summer, we are already tanned, friends. So it's so hard to, like, decide, like, hey, what are we going to wear for the summer? So I love, it's a, Milk makes this little tiny, um, it almost looks like a crayon or something like that. And it um, stays on your cheeks forever, so when you're sweating. So, again, I wouldn't suggest wearing, like, a base layer, like a any sort of foundation or anything like that during the summer if possible because I think it's great to have our own skin out. Also, like, our pores, they get clogged if we wear them. Eye makeup, in the summer, you go to all waterproof. Um, I Everything I can do, waterproof, I do waterproof. The other thing is the place I do spend money is eyeliner. Because if you get a good waterproof eyeliner, you're good to go through the summer. So that's what I do. I also use Naked Eyeshadow um, by Urban Decay. Oh, okay. I'm back. Okay. Oh my gosh, all the products. I was just telling you. I them. just wanted to Wait.
0: bring all my 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 faves. Hold on, let me get my Can,
1: Yeah, I want you to be able to hear me for this moment. Hmm. Okay. <gasps> So I was just saying that I don't wear foundation or concealer in general during the summer. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's great for our pores. But if I do, there's a new brand at Target. uh, And I think it's called like Revolution. It was a bigger brand. And then they moved into Target stores. It's great. It doesn't uh, block my pores. Mm -hmm. So I like that. And then I use a milk uh, blush that comes like almost like a stick. So it's like a gel blush. Mm -hmm. I'll wear that. Um, and then I say waterproof eyeliner and you want it. That's the place I spend money It's my mm-hmm. eyeliner.
0: Um, I generally also, oh. if I'm going, my thing is like, I don't usually wear foundation unless I'm trying to go for a look. Cause I'm very like gingery. So I've got a lot of red in my face. The things I do hit though, uh, setting spray from N Y X, you know, beauty brand oh, non-spawn. Um, also they gave the gay bottle was cheaper than the regular bottle. And I'll take the discount. Yeah, that's great. Um, This is both good as like a a setting spray, but also just like if like you're wanting to take some of like the sheen off because like I'm a naturally dewy face. And so,
1: yeah,
0: it helps with that. Um, This is my favorite eyebrow product. I don't have eyebrows on right now, like because as you can see, a little weak. But this shit right here, let's see what. Oh,
1: the tattoo is good. I use cella C H E L L A. This is well, tattoo. What's the last word? I can't see.
0: Tattoo it. Studio. Uh, right. it's a it's kind of like a brow like very, if you have if you've ever used boy boy brow before similar yes. in in substance. You could apply it in the same way, but I just use like a little small angle brush and do, 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 do.
1: I overplucked in the 90s and so now I use a cell so cella is a it's a pencil. Uh, and then that fills in my ends because I over plucked. It's
0: okay. You know what? And Just they never come back. back. Just ask them to, Yeah.
1: Okay. I'll That's manifest my eyebrows. Manifest my eyebrows. Let me manifest eyebrows. my eyebrows.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> now, if I'm ever going out, it's like sometimes if I am going out for a look before I do anything, I putty primer. Why, why don't you zoom in to that? Like this thing. Putty and-
1: primer, elf. That clogs my pores. Oh, on the eye, just on the
0: eye. Yeah, eyes? just on just on oh, yeah. your eye. Yeah, like yeah. don't don't Same. yeah. Don't put this like over anywhere. This is clown this is basically clown white for your eyes as a base right, right. to use this.
1: <gasps> um
0: I love the Modern Dreamer palette. It give it was it was a gift from my friend Evelyn of the internet. Um It's I said super My
1: favorite palette during the summer is um Urban Decay Naked.
0: Mm-hmm. I have that one. I smell it. It's such a nice palette. Um, so, yeah, if you are a clown woman like me, get that, because it has all the colors of the rainbow. Because I don't know how to do a subtle eye, but I also don't think that I ever want to be subtle.
1: Uh, yeah, but your eyes are great. I like I like the eye that you do.
0: Thanks. Um, in the way of skincare, things I love. Black tra- charcoal mask from Beauty Counter. We've Spon. done this together. <laughs> this shit's amazing. It's like like, within... Like, a couple, like, just, like, after it's just, like, let it set, like, your skin is, like, ooh, taut, pulled, you're feeling sexy and right, follow that up with, number one, vitamin C brightening oil, and then, um, reju- like, the rejuvenating night cream.
1: The beauty that. counter?
0: I love beauty counter products. I'm a stan. Um, It's an MLM for sure, but, like, find your one person and buy from them.
1: Yeah, I think I bought from you and then my other friend, Michelle.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, it's one of those things where, like, I love their skincare products. Their makeup's okay. Um, But, like, it just doesn't do what I need it to do all the time. So, I'm a big fan of NYX products a lot. That's usually my go-to.
1: Yeah, their stuff is really good. I've been so surprised, too, about, like, the products that, like, milk – Or, like, just, like, if you have one base item that you're, like, oh, I love this item. I'm Mm going to almost build around it. Um, I got the milk uh, crayon for my, like, the gel blush. Mm -hmm. I got that for, like, a birthday package from Sephora. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, but it's changed, like, what I buy now.
0: Wow. Are we a makeup channel now, too? We've done.
1: I mean, okay. We've done sports, makeup. This makes sense for us. Politics.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think. Religion. Religion. Really, truly, um, we I would say that we are um, highly informed um, women of culture.
1: I feel like we're like the view, but for people who can't handle the view.
0: I think that we're, you know what? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just like, that's going to be the name of this episode. It's called You Can't Handle the View.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which also describes how beautiful it is out of both of our windows True.
0: right now. Um, there was, are there any more cues?
1: Um, those are the ones I had that's the one I had lined up that would be fun to answer any other one that I have are kind of in depth
0: Um, well and you know maybe let's save those like you know screenshot them and maybe we'll answer them next week
1: I love that Um, Uh, friends I'm so glad that you joined us
0: yeah solid solid crew of humans thanks for coming by Um, if you wouldn't mind go ahead and follow us across social media I'm at the Kevin Garcia as you can see right here on the screen and Sarah, how do people find you?
1: And I'm at, I'm so glad you asked. i um, <laughs> sorry. I know that annoys you. <laughs> um, I'm at Rev. Sarah Heath on everything. Um, and friends. Oh, someone's name is Wandering Tenor. My dog's name is Tenor. <gasps> I like I to think that this person is a wandering person who sings tenor. Probably. Answer, answer our question. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Rev. Sarah Heath across all boards, mm-hmm. even though I have, Transition opening a local pastor. I'm still a Rev. So you can find Rev Heath. Mm-hmm. Uh If you want to learn more about all of my Airstream discoveries, please give us a follow. The other thing is, um, next week, I am excited about, uh, I think it would be really fun for us to read. We've got some really cute reviews on Apple. Aww. Like little Apple review. Like they're really cute. Um, Let's read so. through the
0: reviews. Also, if you haven't left us a rating in Apple Podcasts, would you do us a favor and go to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars? Don't rate us any less because we need to get to the top of the charts. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Um, guys, thanks so much for joining us this week and yeah. for letting us be silly self humans. Thank you for all of us who came to the, or thank you for all of us. Thank you for all of you. God, who came. thank you
0: for all of us. You know,
1: yeah. Thank you for coming to the perfor- performance. Whatever
0: it was, thanks for coming to the show.
1: The show—it was so incredible to meet some of you in real life for Mm -hmm. the first time. John is my new like best friend from San Diego. Your friend who was in Hawk Nelson—that dude—we talk about airstreams every day, and that's what we And
0: also, did you know that he is also Canadian?
1: (sighs) Yes, I did. We're from very similar areas. We've had all those conversations. Wow. Um, wow. But. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. Make sure to join us next week. Yeah. And Before we go, is there anything, do
0: you need Do you need to, you need to uh, uh, promote anything?
1: Because this girl has taken two months of like kind of sabbatical. The only thing I'm doing is this and my other podcast, which is we've got this episode that comes out on Tuesday and then one more episode in this season is mm-hmm. the Making Spaces podcast. It'll be um, wonderful for you to check out this. I'm excited about this week's podcast. Um, Podcast. It's with Nathaniel Green, our mutual friend. <gasps>
0: Nathaniel Totten Green.
1: Nathaniel Totten Green talks about design in a way that is really great.
0: He's also just so delicious. What a treat. What a dream. Um, I would like to promote to anyone listening to this now or later I'm going to be in Portland a week from today for Wonderfully Made in Portland featuring <sighs> myself, Rhea, the Green Witch. And also Tori Douglas-Williams of uh, our other podcast, Go Home Bible, You're Drunk, as well as the White Homework podcast. Are you coming?
1: Yeah. What do I got to do? I'm here. Of course.
0: Cool. You want to come talk? Give me a third. Sure. Yay. Sarah Heath is featured. I'll do it. I'll do it. Cool. Um, so go to the kevingarcia.com slash tour and we will see you in Portland very soon. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna hit the, the music and we'll say, friends, until <laughs> next time, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of your favorite dance. I am Kevin.
1: And I'm Sarah.
0: And we love you, and we're proud of you, and we hope make you the have decisions. a
1: really do You're good doing great. things
0: with your time. Um, make sure you take your medication and Chiffy says and bye.
1: Chippy.
0: Tanner says bye. Hey, oh shoot. Good boy. Oh, oh good boy. Oh. oh good boy. Well we love you everyone. Goodbye. Have a good one. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Favorite Ants.
0: If you want to send your questions, shoot us an email uh, to askyourfavoriteants at gmail.com. All submissions will remain anonymous unless you want us to drag somebody in public for you. In which case, I mean like spill the tea.
1: <laughs> so send us your questions on relationships, spirituality, politics, deconstruction, etc., etc., all the things. And you can follow me across social media at rev sarah heath.
0: You can follow me across social media at the kevin garcia. My website's thekevingarcia.com.
1: Mine's revsarahheath.com.
0: And this has been a podcast that's a part of the irreverent media group. So follow them and all of our great stuff at irreverent.fm.
1: Thanks for joining us.
0: Bye. Bye. Make, Make good, decisions. good choices. I Thanks love you. So much. We I'll love see you, you later. Bye. Aww. We're so proud of you. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh God, you're gorgeous. Okay. Bye. I'll Bye. see you later. Bye.